Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tim Kirkjian of ESPN, kind enough to join us on a Friday morning. Tim, thanks so much for taking some time. How are you doing? I'm well, Randy. I'm well, Michelle. How are you guys? Everything's good. Are, are you buying that we'll start spring training in right around Valentine's Day? Uh, well, note my hesitation on this, <laughs> but yes, I'm much more encouraged than I was, say, a month ago. A month ago, I didn't see, think there was any chance that could happen. I didn't think there was any chance we could start a season without every player being vaccinated, which seems unlikely at this point. But I've sensed a shift that, you know, the owners want to play 162. Of course, the players want to also. I think the commissioner's on board now. But that's what they want to do. Now, whether that will be able to be done is, of course, another question. But the fact that everyone is in line, that this is the plan, now we just have to hope that COVID cooperates, which is a very big issue. Um, But, yes, I am hopeful, and I think there's a chance we're going to start on time, and there's a chance that we could start baseball on April the 1st. But we all know that comes with great warnings, and uh, anything could change. Tim, while we wait for the season to start, we've been trying to monitor the pretty slow market out there in baseball. And here in St. Louis, the Cardinals not very active, but we've been watching the market surrounding catchers. So let's start with JT Real Muto. There's a lot of rumors out there potentially linking him to Atlanta, Philly. What's the latest you're hearing and where do you think that he's going to land? Well, again, this is a tricky question. There are so many tricky questions at this time of year, but my understanding is the Phillies are the leader for JT Real Muto, which I'm not sure means that much because I think the Mets were the leader for George Springer and he went somewhere else, even though it was clear the last two weeks that the Blue Jays were right there. But the Phillies had a very down year last year. They hired a general manager, Dave Dombrowski, whose MO is to come in and fix things immediately and turn a weak team, weaker team into a much better team, and there's no chance that the Phillies are going anywhere unless they sign Real Muto. So I think they're going to sign him because they have to. He's the best catcher in baseball, and it's going to cost an enormous amount of money. But if they're interested in competing in a division that includes the Braves, who are very good, the Mets, who are demonstrably better than they were six months ago, and the Nationals who got a little better, they have to sign Real Muto. So my guess is that's where he's going to end up with the Phillies, and they really need him. Tim, if he doesn't end up in Philadelphia, could you see Yadier Molina landing there? Yes, but I still think Yadier logically should end up with the Cardinals. Um, But he's looking around. 
And the fact that no contract offer has been reached uh, leads me to believe there's a chance he will end up somewhere else, or he might retire, as he hinted at, more than hinted at a couple of weeks ago. But it, I, I guess I'm too old school. I just, I've grown up at a time where Tony Gwynn, Cal Ripken, all sorts of Derek Jeter played their entire careers with one team. And Yadier Molina, to me at least, fits that description, and it's just not going to seem right if he plays anywhere else. But, yes, if if the Phillies don't get Rio Muto, then Joe Girardi, former catcher, is the, is the guy that's going to say, well, I need somebody to lead this pitching staff. It was not good last year. I need the best there is at leading a staff, and that's Yadier Molina. So, yes, that certainly would be a possibility, but um, – Again, I think Real Muto goes to the Phillies, and I think Yadier goes back to the Cardinals, but that could change in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Our friend Tim Kirkjian with us on 101 ESPN. And Tim, in regard to the Cardinals, it would appear, we, we read between the lines, Bill DeWitt Jr. was on the Cardinal winter warm-up, virtual winter warm-up last weekend, and it, if we read between the lines, it appears that they've given take-it-or-leave-it offers to Molina and Wainwright, and he said, I hope they sign here, but if they don't take our offer and go somewhere else, we'll wish them the best. That's just to paraphrase. Cardinals the only team of the 30 that haven't added a major league player from another organization this offseason, whether it be by trade or free agency. What's your read on the Cardinals' approach this offseason? Well, it's been unusual, but there are a lot of unusual circumstances this winter. And it's really hard to have sympathy for the owners, given how much money they've made. And other than last year, what the previous 10 years at least have brought to the owners as far as revenue, um, but I, I can actually understand that they just lost a full season of fans in the stands. And a lot of owners lost a lot of money, and I don't think that's making it up. And they look at 2021, and they're not sure what that's going to bring either when it comes to finances, when it comes to fans in the stands and revenue and everything else. So I have some sympathy, some sympathy for our own, for our owners out there, but Look, the Cardinals are the Cardinals. They're they're too good to just sit around and not do anything. And I just go back to how important Molina and Adam Wainwright are to that team. And I'm a big guy about players in the room, what's the room like, and it's just not going to be the same if those Cardinal players look around and Adam Wainwright's not there and Yadier Molina's not there. And if they both are there, I think everyone looks around and goes, we've got our team back here. And in a very winnable division right now, the NL Central, which isn't very good, let's face it, um, they can be a contender with just a couple of moves. And those are two moves that have to be considered strongly by the Cardinals. Tim John Mozeliak has repeatedly said the Cardinals want to evaluate their young outfielders, O'Neill and Bader and Lane Thomas and uh, obviously Dylan Carlson. They're going to give Tommy Edmond a look at second base. They have the young pitching. In You're talking to people in the industry. What's the perception outside of St. Louis? Because we're zeroed in here with a laser focus. What's the perception outside of St. Louis of the Cardinals' young players that they want to evaluate? Well, I'm not sure everyone is sold on that young outfield core. I mean, I've seen all those guys, and there's certainly uh, a lot to like there, especially with Carlson. But I think most people in the industry look at the Cardinals and say, well, 
their their pitching has a chance to be really really good in their rotation. That's assuming people come back from injuries. That's assuming people take another step forward. And Jack Flaherty's just as good, if not better, than he's been in the past, which is pretty hard to do. So I think they look at the Cardinals and say, yes, they need to make a move in their outfield, bring in another bat. Uh, they they have other questions they need to answer, second base, catcher. But their starting pitching is good enough to keep them in the hunt in a, a division where the Cubs have gone in a different direction. The Brewers haven't done much to get any better. The Reds have gotten gone in the wrong direction without Trevor Bauer. I don't think he's coming back. So I think the division is there to be won. But when you're the Cardinals, it's just, I'm sorry, it's just not good enough to win the division. When you've won championships and pennants like they have, you you need to get better. And right now they haven't gotten any better. And I think that's how how teams are looking at them. But at the same time saying, look, they can compete with that starting pitching. Tim, let's stay in the division. Chris Bryant had a pretty revealing and honest interview on Redline Radio where he talked about how bummed he was that the Cubs didn't acquire Bryce Harper. And he admitted that the trade rumors had taken its toll on him and that he doesn't seem like he's having as much fun playing baseball. It seems as if his relationships with the Cubs right now might be in a precarious position. What do you think the future holds for him in Chicago? Well, you know, he's heard his name in trade rumors for over a year now and they've been pretty strong since October when the Cubs were knocked out of the playoffs. Um, The fact that he hasn't been moved yet leads me to believe that maybe he's going to end up playing 2021 with the Cubs, but they're still looking around. We can't lose track of how good this guy is still, how young he is, but given that the Cubs are pairing payroll, which we saw when they traded you Darvish. Um, they, they can't sign Javier Baez and Chris Bryant to huge contracts long-term. They can't trade sign both of them. So somebody has to go, and maybe it's going to be Chris Bryant over Baez. And, yes, Chris Bryant hasn't had as much fun lately because he hasn't played as well. The team hasn't won. He's taken some criticism. I don't blame him. He's a sensitive kid, but he's a good player still. And the Cubs had better be careful trading him unless they get equal value in return. And clearly, any conversation they've had about him, they have not gotten equal equal value. Therefore, they should keep him unless they get what they need in return. A couple more quick things for Tim Kirkjian. Number one, I want to talk to you about Don Sutton. We both watched his whole career, and we both heard people say, well, he just stuck around at the end and piled up victories. Tim, if you tell me that, let's just, I'm going to pick out a Cardinal starting pitcher, Austin Gomber. You tell me that Austin Gomber is going to pitch for 23 years and make 774 starts and win 324 games. I'm going to take it. I don't care how he gets there. He's going to average 33 starts a year and win that much. That's a, a, a easy Hall of Fame career, and I think that T- Don Sutton's career is kind of underrated because of the, the uh, number one, lack of respect for the win statistic now, and because he was as durable as he was. It's almost like he was penalized for being as durable as he was. Yeah, and to me, one of the great common denominators of our great starting pitchers is durability. Warren Spahn likely was the most durable pitcher of, of, of anybody's time, but that's who Don Sutton was. Only Cy Young and, and Nolan Ryan made more starts than Don Sutton. That's amazing. He started 30 or more games 
in 20 different seasons. No pitcher has ever done that. And if a pitcher today makes 30 starts, we consider him a workhorse. This guy did it over 20 different seasons. That's stunning. He also struck out 100 batters in 20 straight seasons. No one's ever done that either. Well, he was the first one to do that. So this is how impressive he was. And I know he didn't win a Cy Young. I know he only won 21, 20 games once. But, again, taking the ball when you're asked to take the ball is really important. And anyone that, anyone that gives you 30 starts in a year means you have value. And have value for 23 years, that's good enough for me to be a Hall of Famer. Plus, take the wins, take the ERA, take the strikeouts. Only five other pitchers in the history of the game can match those three categories for Don Sutton. So when people say he's overrated, I tend to think he's a little more underrated than overrated. And finally, the Hall of Fame announcement comes next Tuesday. Obviously, a lot of conversation about Bonds and Clemens. What are your thoughts about what's going to happen and what should happen next Tuesday in regards to those two? Well, I don't know what's going to happen, but my guess is nobody's going to get in next Tuesday. Uh, Kurt Schilling has the best shot. Um, and I thought he would get in, but now this year, but I'm not so sure now. Uh, Bonds and Clemens, I expect to get a spike, but not nearly enough to get to 75%. There is still a large faction of writers who, if you have a connection to PEDs, you're not getting their vote. And that's where Bonds and Clemens still stand. Uh, they only have a couple more shots at this. I don't see it happening this year. So it's possible Tuesday will roll around and no new Hall of Famers will be named. That's possible. If there's only one, it'll be Kurt Schilling. But my guess is he might come up a little bit short again also. Tim, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. By the way, uh, a grandchild, is that uh, the information that we got? Uh, Yes. Thank you. Kelly Kirkchen had a baby boy, Carson, on January the 8th. So uh, it was like the coolest thing ever i was there for the whole thing so uh i i don't even have any words for what it feels like to be a grandfather for the first time it was stunningly good congratulations we're so excited for you and hopefully we'll be talking about some real on-field baseball soon i hope so take care now you too tim thanks take care that is tim kirkchen espn with us on 101 espn let me guess unknown caller You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.